Welcome to Say Sure, the Music Explorers Podcast. I'm Jim Jam. As always. I'm Scoop Magoot in the flesh. Yeah, in in the flesh, like the Pink Floyd song. <laughs> um, but wait, there's there's in the flesh, and then there's in the flesh as in the question. <laughs> because it's two tracks. Yeah. I'm just a huge Pink Floyd fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just that intelligent about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, we're together here because um, we went CD shopping. We did. And we are going to talk about what we bought. And uh, I'm very excited. There's some stuff that I wasn't expecting. Um, yeah. So let's um, let's, let's get into the yes. Uh, Scoot, you want to go first? I do. Um, I will use the interim time to look up. I have a note about one of these CDs. But the <laughs> first one, Angels and Airwaves. We don't need to whisper. Um yeah, this yeah you, is... you don't need to whisper because the aliens can hear us. I know. This, this was definitely a nostalgia buy. I mean, back in high school, um, I think Tom DeLonge definitely got the better end of the Blink-182 divorce. Like, the <laughs> the stuff that, or at least for me, like the stuff Travis Barker and Mark Hoppus did post-Blink-182 just didn't grab me as much. I think the first two Angels and Airways albums are really good. They're basically like, you know... Does his voice sound as whiny? Uh, he he. I mean, it's a little bit better. It's very. It's it. It's yeah. I guess it's not as whiny, but it's 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 like very theatric. Yeah. And just over the top. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is very much. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, Coldplay is like Radiohead for like plebs. <laughs> you know, some people say that. Um, I feel like this is like space rock for plebs. Okay. Like it's 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 very. It's basically like emo pop punk, like at like you know with like celestial like there's a lot of like U two the edge of guitar effects and whatnot. Uh, I don't know. I like it. You know, I'm, I'm I'm I got a little bit of a sheepish grin on my face, but yeah, th- there's some there's some good songs in this. I think the uh, um the album they did after this, which I actually can't remember what it was called. Oh, uh, I Empire. I think that's a little bit better. Um, this one, I think he just really. Like the fact that he could do like all the guitar delays and effects and stuff like that, and I think the songwriting got a little better on their next project. I don't know. It's a fun album. Right. Is it bad album. that I, I I don't know what Tom DeLonge like looks like, but but in my head I think of the uh, the guy from Ancient Aliens, like the the <laughs> meme with the the guy with the hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's see what I got here. I'm just picking at random. Um, Oh, okay. I, I didn't want to start off like this, but uh, I actually got you a little Christmas present. Did so, you? The hey. new Archspire album. Well, thank you yeah. very much. I saw it. I, I saw it there, and I was like, I want this. But then I, I but then I remember our conversation, and I'm like, I need to give this to Scott. That's very <laughs> sweet. Thank you very well, I was, much. I also didn't know what to because I, I was going to get you um, a copy of uh, Nighthawks at the Diner by Tom Waits. Yeah. Um, but... They didn't have it there, so I was like, "Okay, fuck." Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of fortuitous because I didn't even think it would be there. Yeah, no, I mean, I they're a little um, they can be a little hit or miss with new metal. Yeah, bonus can be uh, a little hit or miss <laughs> in general. Miss. I was gonna say that's yeah. Cool. I mean, oh, that's great. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about it? Do you want to? Well, yeah, I know it's it's I don't know probably the best tech death album of the year. By, it's, by by a wide margin for me because yeah. I just haven't listened to like any tech death this year. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's the only tech death album this year. So it's a lot of competition. Yeah, oh yeah. It's <laughs> it's. I mean, it's it's tough, man. Yeah, it's pretty vicious. Um, but yeah, no, this is it's fucking great tech death album. It, it, I think the thing is like, Archspire aren't doing anything new. Yeah, like they they, they really aren't. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Because they 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 bring it you know every single time. Yeah. I also didn't know this that uh, Jason Momoa is a big Archspire fan. I also didn't know that. Yeah, he's That's a interesting. he's a big heavy metal fan, and so he ended up inviting Archspire to show up at in one of his movies. Why does that? That actually sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, now. I, yeah. I, I, I don't like. I never. I'm like. 
But like usually, because on Wikipedia, it's like, oh, Jason Momoa is like a big man of heavy metal music, and it's like, okay, so he likes like Sabbath and shit, yeah. you know. But it's like, no, no, he's like fucking arch spire. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right. I remember he um, he had like a play date with um, <laughs> with Les Claypool. Like he like he just he, he he spent a day hanging out with Les Claypool playing bass and stuff. So. I, are, are we allowed to do that, or is that just something he can do? I guess you have to. You have to pass the test, I because, suppose. Because, like, I, I want to spend a day with Les Clay. Right? <laughs> I do, too. That'd be really fun. Because I, I imagine it would be, like... I, I mean, I, it'd, be, it'd be like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. I, I, I hope that, like, all the weird shit from Primus Past, like, their artwork, like, all the sculptures <laughs> and stuff, is just littered around his house. Oh, uh, I, I would love it. You, you know how, like, in, like, cartoons, like, the rich people will have, like, you know, busts that, that are, like, on yeah. these pedestals and everything? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I want a pedestal that has, like, the fizzle fry, yeah. you know, like, like yeah. a head going oh, on. Oh, man, that'd be funny. And, like, a whole diorama that's just the steez of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, would be man. great. I really hope they... They come out. I I haven't loved the last. I like. Uh, I think Green Nagahide. Yeah. Was a pretty good album, and then the last two, like the, the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory album, and then, and uh, then the, the desaturating. The, yeah, seven. The, the Goblin album. Yeah. I don't know. Just hopefully they'll get it back together. Because I, I actually have not listened to a single Primus album after like um, I think what came. Well, what was the later one? Sailing Seas of Cheese or um, uh, Pork Soda. Uh, pork soda came okay. after because like like I yeah. I haven't listened to anything beyond that. This is um, good stuff for you. I like Tales from the Punch Bowl. Yeah, Anti Pop's really good. I've Brown heard album. Brown Album's yeah. really good too. Yeah, yeah. I, I just haven't, and I know it, it's a big gap for me because I fucking love those first three Privacy yeah. albums. Um, this, I, yeah. I I guess I'm just scared because I'm <laughs> just like I, I I don't like I I love I love Primus that much. And I'm just like yeah. I don't I, I don't want to see them go astray. Kind of. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. stop after. Uh, if you if you venture forward, Antipop is the last album that I think is really really good. After that, you know. Yeah. But results may vary. Um. This what, is not. What, what, what's this little thing? This yeah. is not an album, from. So this is Cerulean by Baths. I looked it up because I forgot what the name of the album was, but Obsidian. Oh yeah. It came out in when I was in college. I remember that. It was like re- it was like. It was kind of, kind of like like a more mature or like, I don't say like I, I was, I'm trying to not say experimental because I don't think it was experimental, but yeah, just it I was mean, a little it, bit, it, a little bit artsier synth pop basically. Yeah. Um, and I really like that album, but if I remember correctly, this was the album that really put him on the map. Uh, it was called Cerulean, and I think it's a little bit more. This actually is a little bit more glitchy and experimental. Um, Honestly, like it caught my eye because I really like the shade of blue. Um, yeah. So and I like the cover. Yeah, it, the cover kind of reminds me of. Um, uh, I mean, I guess just the color scheme is just like like the inalienable dreamless. Yeah. 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 Which did, did you see that they're they're doing like a reissue of that? Uh, you did see it. Yeah. And I grabbed it. Yeah. Because I, I I've actually it. I've looked before on Discogs and it's one of those where like oh yeah if you want if you want to give up your left nut you can have it <laughs> but like no. I mean, um, you know, mm, tempting offer. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I think I forgot how much it was for the reissue, um, but it wasn't that bad. And I was like, "Hey, I'll take it," because I don't really care. Um, like, I care about. Like recently, I bought um, a certain edition of Slipknot's debut because it had a bunch of like extra songs on it. Yeah. But, like I don't care about like this specific edition. Like if it's a reissue, as long as it's like the right album, I don't care. Like I know some people want like. You know the original pressing or whatever. Like I don't know. I don't really care. About oh yeah, that. no, I, I get yeah. you. Like I, I made a big oopsie. Uh, where you made a big uh, oopsie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I because I, I I bought a copy of Torture Garden. Um, yeah. And so Zadig put out this collection called Black Box, which mm. is uh, it's Torture Garden and uh, Leng Che, which is like uh, like a slowed down kind of like drone metal thing mm. in a way. Um, and I didn't know this because I I, I thought that. Or that like that collection was just like one disc and it was just like Lang Che was just like at the end of that. Yeah. Uh it depends on the edition. Mm. So like the new ones, yeah, it's just one disc, but the previous two are on separate discs and I'm like, shit. Like So you only bought one of them? So so I yeah. no, I yeah, so I, I basically just bought a copy of Torture Garden. Uh, which is really cool because it's like an original it was like still sealed. 
It, yeah, it was super cool. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I mean, I still I have it right up here. Uh, but yeah, so I ended up buying a copy of Link J too, yeah. which a little more expensive than I'd want to pay, but I, I'm okay with it because yeah. I, I mean, that's a disgusting album cover and it's yeah. great. Like it, it's literally just like somebody being killed, like executed. Like like the the cover is them parading this person's dead body. Wow. And it's like I. Yeah, like, like, there's a reason that they call it the black box, because yeah. they couldn't, you know, they had to censor that cover. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, this this one. Uh, oh, Homogenic by, by Bjork. Be- you don't have that? Bjork. Uh, so, I don't think, this is years and years ago. Um, I bought this, I think we went to Newbury in Salem, yeah. back when it was still... Uh, when it's not in the mall, sold out, man. Yeah, when they sold out, <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually I think that that time was actually the first time I bought um, a Depeche Mode album. That, that, was, that was yeah. But so Do you I remember which I, one. Yeah, it was um, it was an EP. It was called uh, it was the People Are People EP. Oh, okay. Um, Good track. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I it's a great little EP. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I I'm pretty sure I bought that then, and uh, I think I sold it a few years later. And, um, yeah, regretted that, mm. uh, because, I mean, to be fair, this, this isn't my favorite Bjork album. Yeah. Like, but it's still really good. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I just have a copy of it. Yeah. Um, I feel like we both, we've talked about it over the years. We both have a number of those where we're like, ah, I don't really like this album. And then like maybe a year or two later, you're like, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't think that this thing is overrated, but I, I definitely feel like. There, there's a hint of that in some ways because I think Bjork has a bunch of really great albums, but people are just like, oh no, this one. Homogenic, yeah. Yeah, um, which I mean, I, I can see it, but I, I think a lot of people just see it because of like Hunter. When I'm like, there's some great tracks on here aside from that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love it, but uh, maybe, maybe Post might be my favorite, just because like they're. The songs I most remember, you know, I remember, you know, Vespertine for me, without yeah. without a fucking. Vespertine is really good too. Yeah, just uh, pagan poetry, you know, hidden. Pl- oh god, hidden place is just like one of the best like openers for a Bjork album. The only one I really, which I mean, we might both agree on this. The only one I really don't like is Utopia. Yeah, like that's the I, only oh, one that I've never listened to to um, Volta before. I liked it. Um, I, I I I think after we did one Bjork episode I bought the rest of her stuff except for Utopia yeah I, um, there's a couple of those like I, I've never listened to Selma songs which it really isn't an album but yeah, it's like a collection album, but, but um, that and never listened to Biophilia actually either and I don't think I ever listened to Volnakira Volnakira is really good yeah I, I, yeah I know you really I remember we, we listened to it a little bit in the car it, at some point it has a similar it kind of has the same problem as Utopia is that it's too long it's yeah. like it's, it's one note and too long but I would say with Volnakira, the one note is is just better. Yeah. <laughs> Versus Utopia, the one note is is kind of lacking. Yeah, it's so. it's a little bit. I, I I see that the next one it's uh Faith, right? Yeah. So yeah. actually, I got a couple here, and one I don't know much about this one except that I want to finish out my early Cure collection, and I'm excited to check it out. Yeah. Um. Again, I really don't know. I just yeah. I I I really never listened to you know Cure Beyond like um you know those like three staples for me like yeah kiss me kiss me kiss me and uh what pornography and disintegration yeah um, um i have uh, i think head on the door i really like that one yeah um but excited to check this out but i'm was very excited to see this one uh boys don't cry because i love that song you know the, the title track but yeah. i think is that an ep no it's uh i'm gonna have to try to remember what i read so I wanted to buy three imaginary boys, yeah. and it doesn't actually it doesn't actually have boys don't cry on it, which I thought I thought it did. Okay. So I was holding out because that that was the first Cure song I heard. Oh, actually, probably just like Heaven, but like I, I just that's a really fun oh, like great song. really fun like danceable post punk song. Boys don't cry. Um, I think this was either like the original UK release or it was it was like re released for the US, but they packaged up. I think there are a number of songs from Three Imaginary I mean, I see the title, title, title track, Three Imaginary Boys is on yeah. here, but I'm just excited that I have a version with one of my favorite Cure songs. Um, and it's a very cool 
it's almost like a non doesn't really feel like a cure album. It's like two yeah. two like eighty like well, very like early cure albums have like that a bunch of weird albums. Like like yeah. the, you know, the three imaginary boys album cover. It's just, just yeah, like appliances. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but I, I don't really know if they had like discovered like, you know, their their aesthetic yeah, yet. Exactly. Um, especially it got pretty uh like pretty dark with like pornography, especially like uh God it's I, I got I th- why I mean, album. just like Heaven and Boys Don't Cry, but also AFI, one of their earlier EPs, they covered uh, Hanging Garden. Yes. And so that that, that got me into them, too, because like, this is such a cool track. We're just kissing yeah. in the rain. And it's one of those moments where like you're listening to it, and you're like, is this an AFI song? Kind of <laughs> like when we were listening to Origin today. Yeah. And like the last song, I was like, this doesn't sound like it. It, was, it ended up yes. being a cover. Like, you can kind of tell. Um, but yeah, excited excited to check both of them out. Um I have, I have no idea what Faith sounds like because they kind of they kind of shifted between like dark and light up until I think Disintegration they was like their big you know was like a more of a on the more brighter side yeah. and then from there they got progressively more like poppy yeah so interested to check it out yeah for sure yeah I I do need to listen to Early Cure at some point let's see this is oh. Yeah, I was really psyched to see this. Um, this is the debut uh, self-titled uh, Queens of the Stone Age album. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I, I've been looking for more Queens of the Stone Age because I, ha- I have most of their albums. I think I was missing this one, Like Clockwork and Villains, which is the latest one, which I don't really want, frankly. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be as good. Mm-hmm. Um but I think I have everything else, you know. So, I mean, they, they don't really have that many albums. They really don't. Yeah, yeah. I know because Fantano. What was the one with the red? Yeah, the, Songs for the Deaf. Yeah, or no. r- rated R. No, it's it, oh, like Clockwork. Yes, like Clockwork. He was he was really big on that one. But that, that's a great album. I remember checking out the the new. Is that the one where like Josh Homme has like his the, villains? Yeah, is the one that, his, that, his that, hands he, like that, that he has the Pan's Labyrinth hands. I remember checking of. that out, and yeah, that was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember it being terrible. I just remember it being like, meh. Yeah, I think that's the general consensus. Yeah, um, but this is supposed to be more uh, on the side of, you know, I, I guess closer to Caius than mm. sort of like like Clockwork. Which I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So I yeah I'm I'm really psyched about this thing because I I've loved like every Queen of, Queens of Stone Age album that I own. Yeah. I just adore it. So, yeah. For that's sure. a, that's a pretty icon, or at least like that feel like in the broader like stoner rock pantheon that album cover always stands out probably because it's a it's a little pornographic or not like porn, you know it's, what I mean? it's a little racy it's, it's, it's a little of, yeah racy but, 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 it, but if you look it. at it it's it's like i think it's it's a girl on but it like she has like man hands <laughs> and i'm only just like noticing that yeah, those are those are like farmers' hands. Those yeah, like... Like, like like it's like really big hands on on this one. It's okay, like like it's a it's it's an episode of Seinfeld with man hands. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, she's got funny. man hands. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so actually, the the Cure is starting a kind of a, a stretch of two albums from the same band. So this next one okay. is Hatebreed. Okay. Hatebreed, um, Satisfaction is the Death of Desire, and Perseverance. And Perseverance is a great example of why I'm really glad I have everything discogged now. Because I was 100% sure I had this. <laughs> and I figured I'd check, and lo and behold, I don't. Yeah, I, 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 those Hatebreed albums covers can be a little... Uh, yeah, they're a little... Samey sometimes. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's just because I used to... I listened to this a ton back in the day, you know... Uh, you know, proven perseverance. Um, I will be heard, obviously. Um, um, I, th- I, th- I forget which one is like straight to your face. Straight I've really face. never listened to Hatebreed. Like they're always, they've always been like a band like that I've been aware of. You know, I, for some reason, like even back when I was in high school and I knew of Hatebreed, it always seemed to me that like Jamie Jasta would kind of end up being someone who could be problematic in a way. I, th- I think they've had their 
their rough. Well, I, don't, he, I, I, I just and it's I, I don't know him. I don't know what he's done. I don't know anything like that. That, that that's just kind of the feeling I get. That vibe I sometimes get from Hatebreed, and I don't know why. Uh, it's just I. It is funny because like this is before like cancel culture was even yeah. a thing that I was like thinking like hmm. I don't know if he. I mean, what I've read is I'm not sure he's problematic. Like, yeah, he I, said uh, look, I, 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 I don't, I don't think he is, but I, yeah. I think they have like that gruff. No, kind no, of, but like, I'm saying I, I think, thing. I think the controversy around them has always been, um, like, the instigation of violence, which I think makes it sound. Well, I, maybe at some point, like, it, I think it shows they've, they've their concerts. They've been a little, like. Um, I don't think they've cared as much for people's safety or like been. Uh, I think I think that's like people, people have kind of especially at the big like the close small room shows like they've kind of edged on the audience, which I know like that's part of heavy music, but I yeah. feel like you, you, you want to keep people safe. Yeah, I think that's something that people. Have, I know I've seen people post about it in the wake of what happened with Astro World. I was just I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, like what like, what ended up because I only read a little bit of that that like a. A bunch of people like died. I thought. I think it's uh, close to ten or something. Yeah, but yeah, just because. And like, think, like quadruple that were injured. Yeah. and like he, I think he's being sued because it's a little. Uh, I think it's a little difficult to believe him that he, and actually, I I don't really know the whole situation aside from basically from the, he he's known. He, this is not the first time actually. Like he's stoked his crowds and like uh, basically. I mean, he was charged with inciting violence at one point, just like the way he eggs on it, like, you know, you know, pushes his crowd and whatnot. And so people just got crushed. Like, just people were rushing, yeah. being, like, a little too rough. So I feel like that's, like, I don't, maybe it's just because I'm getting old. I'm an old soul. But, like, I went to see Dying Fetus this past yeah, week. But, and, like, I was trying to get close to this. Oh, I, how was that show, by the way? It was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a a great time with all the artists everyone ever you know vitriol was great brand of sacrifice terror which they're they're kind of like in the same vein as hatebreed more of a hardcore band yeah they fit in great they, they nice. i don't know they, they had a great you know relationship with the crowd but yeah people were moshing and doing like the you know the karate kick spinning dances and mm -hmm. stuff and like i eventually just moved to the back because i was like i'm not i don't <laughs> what, what what's the ska dance oh skanking skanking yeah yeah but see like that's fun. That's fun and yeah. good. Like people doing I, this. I, yeah. Well, for some that, that, that's what I'm imagining. Yeah. With, with just <laughs> in my head, just going to dying fetus concert doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people literally just like flail, and I feel like that's that's one of the things is you know if you don't like it, stay home. It's like well, that's not a very inviting. Yeah. That's not quite you know, all you, branch for you, music. You go yeah. to a concert to listen to music and be part of you know kind of that larger community in a way. Um, and sure, it can be like a little gruff, you know, depending on if you're going to like a metal show or what have you. But, yeah. you know, you I, I feel like getting trampled and, you know, the possibility of getting hurt at a show is not the point of the yeah. show. <laughs> you, you don't, you know, you shouldn't have to sacrifice like your general safety, safety yeah. to go to a concert. This is like, like, yeah, like, this is a concert. It isn't Fight Club. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, we wouldn't, wouldn't talk about that. Yeah, that's so. true. It's true. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> I, I'll edit that out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's, let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, Prodigy. Uh, music for the Jilted Generation. Ooh. Yeah, I, um, I've been meaning to buy this for a long time now, and they had a cop couple copies of this like the last few times I've been to Bull Moose, and I just was like, finally, fuck it. Because uh, th there are a couple other, like, really easy buys that I was thinking about getting, like, you know, all the Nirvana albums, little things like that. And yeah. I just let, like, the only reason I didn't buy the Nirvana albums actually was because the one copy in utero that they had was, like, kind of busted. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't want to spend money on a busted album. even yeah. if I And so I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, that means I'm not going to get all three right now. And, like, which is really stupid. I, I know, but just... Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I've I've actually never listened to this album, um, but it's you know it's 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 obviously not as well regarded as Fat of the Land, but it's still you know it's still Prodigy in their prime. Yeah. So I'm I'm really psyched. Um, always up for some like big beat bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah my uh, 
That's stupid. We did the EDM episode. Oh, okay. I was so funny when I was listening to Chemical Brothers. And I was like, man, these are some big beats. It's just, it's, it's one of the few genre tags. I'm like, hey, man, that you know that fits perfectly. But oh yeah, my, my dad used to play. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's on. I think it's on the Crab album. But my dad used to play. Fire. <laughs> Paddle Land. If yeah, yeah <laughs> the yeah, Crab yeah, album. Yeah, well, it says a crab on it. Yeah, I know. But like, fuck, he used to play Firestar all the time. Yeah. I remember him playing, um, playing that music video a ton. Oh like, yeah, uh, like we're just like in the sewers or whatever. Um, have you ever seen so they they I think they did like an either like I think in like an expanded edition of Fadland and of this and so for this one they they take the face that's on it and make like a couple of them but the Fadland they just increase the crabs the number of crabs <laughs> and it's like I, I really like it like I, 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 I love that album cover yeah actually like I, it's th- cool it's a great little album cover by the way they missed they could have tripled down the alliteration they could have done uh, jingles for a jilted generation oh that would have been that good that would have been fun yeah but, but, but wouldn't jingles imply that it'd be like, you know, 15 seconds? That's... Which would be an interesting concept, though. It would. Like, 15 second big beat? <laughs> That's an interesting... Quick, thing. small big beats? Quick, quick so, big beats? So, so, so <laughs> like, so, so petite beats? Petite beats. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Creating things that'll never happen. Yeah. Um, <sighs> excited okay. for this one. Both okay. because, like, just how cheap... Oh, I, oh, I see it. How cheap they oh. were, but... Actually, they gave me this one for free because yeah. there's water damage, but like the CD is fine. So yeah. I was a little confused because so I, I was like, I, uh, you've got I think what the first two Corn albums? Or yeah. no, um, I, I think, I think Follow the Leader is the third. Yeah. So the self-titled right. one, Follow the Leader. Yeah. I bought um, uh, issues recently. Yeah. Just like I got found a really cheap copy. It's falling away from um, me. Yeah. But yeah, I really, I really like Corn. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> My parents are really weird. My da- my dad. Can you, can you hear him follow the leader? Yeah. Yeah. My dad was really weird in that he would let certain like they wouldn't let me listen to Slipknot for a long time because they didn't like Slipknot and they you know and th- th- there's lyrically I kind of understood, but like he used to let me listen to his corn CDs that he had because yeah, he liked corn. Which, which by the way, all in the family is on this album. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, there, there's some. Uh, I really liked, um, uh, I think it's Take a Look in the Mirror, and there's one song where he literally just, like, swears, the, like, it's just a bunch of, like, fuck you, you stupid, co-. like, like that, 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 that. Are you thinking of Adidas? Well, th- there's that song, yeah. too, but no, it's, uh, it was, I forget what the name of the song was, but yeah, like, I listened to Take a Look in the Mirror over and over again, and they were just like, yeah, well, corn's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right. Yeah, I, I. Oh my god, I, I always I've thought about buying Follow the Leader because I I mean it's on is just like such a great opener. Just yeah. a, like that that riff is creepy, man. Yeah. Like I mean I, I, to be Corn is has those creepy riffs. You yeah, know, but like, it's it is really interesting because I remember um, you know when I was getting into like the whole core scene, I was uh, really into Periphery's debut album. I showed it to one of the uh, one of the guys like when I saw went to church regularly one of like the the guys that was like a deacon or usher with he was like like a cooler like young dad and i showed him periphery and he was like man that reminds me of corn so like it's interesting how like all like the big i mean you can definitely hear flavors of that in all sorts of core music nowadays like yeah know, old, older corn i mean there's a band called issues i don't know if you've yeah. heard of them yeah. like some of their songs literally you know, they, have, they have like turntables and stuff they do some light rapping it's like yeah, it's like I guess this is cool. New, again. new metal never went away, man. Every, you know, every everything, everything Gosh, goes. So many cycle. great tracks on this. I mean, Children yeah. of the Corn, uh, I, I, Freak Unleashed is. I feel like I've listened to that too many times now, but it's dead, a good song. But yeah. it's it's way yeah. It's definitely... dead bodies everywhere. All, I you know, All in the Family is in some ways a really cringy song because it's you know basically just Fred Durst and Jonathan Davis just calling each other gay for you know four minutes. Well, but like I, I genuinely, it was the nineties. <laughs> I, I I love that track. Yeah. I I, I just I, I for some reason I find it just like that infantile humor to be really funny yeah. in some ways, um, and just how like tongue in cheek it is. Um, God, there's so many great tracks on that. Camel Tosis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I was I was stoked that it was like three bucks, and then the self title was like five bucks. So but, like, but, hey. but then you got the follow leader for free yeah i don't really get that i mean i i get there is some water damage on the 
like the I, I, the I, insert. I, I bet you it's maybe because they weren't supposed to buy back something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, like I'll take it. I'll take the three bucks credit. But yeah. I was just it, like, as long as the CD works and it's in good. Because I had this, I had a similar thing. Um, I bought uh, uh, Three Feet High and Rising from De La Soul. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a really great hip hop haul. Uh, which I, I think one of them is going to be my album of the week. Um, All right. But that one, like the case, was was in pretty rough shape, and I, you know, obviously bought it in the mail, so I didn't know. Um, and that album, you know, we mentioned earlier how there's albums that you sold at one point where you're like, man, like yeah. I wish. So I bought that. I kind of remember why I sold it. <laughs> there are some great. Like really nice, like really yeah, creative. But, but, samples, but then there's the Jeopardy there's, there's skip a, that opens it up. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of like A B C B rhymes. A B C B yeah. rhymes like this, and yeah, like um, I know um, me myself and I. And there's one other song that's really like that I love a lot. But yeah, I mean I'm not gonna sell it now. Like, yeah, I, I feel like if if you buy and sell an album twice, you might as well just like yeah, <laughs> bury it at that yeah. point. So, but yeah, really excited, uh, really excited that I found these, these cool yeah. albums. All right, let's see what I got here. Uh, oh, pick that random. Oh, okay, the, the, this, this is my cringe one uh, today. Uh, Fall Out Boy from Under the Cork Tree. I bought that recently. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was worried, though. They, do you know if, if they have censored versions of this album? I don't know yeah. honestly see i wasn't sure either because they had they had another copy of it that was like 4 bucks more and but uh, neither of them had a clean thing on it and the logo didn't say anything about the clean either so i'm i'm thinking that's fine but i don't know they don't swear a ton do they or isn't dance dance on this thing is isn't that like i think there's a lot of like Innuendos. I don't. I forget if they swear. I thought Dance Dance had like swears in it. No, it's uh, it's a it's a very suggestive song. Yeah. But... Well, I mean, you know what's really funny is I've actually never listened to this. Um, it's I, really I, good. Man. I, I only listened to Dance. Actually, the last time we were at Bull Moose was the last time I I, I heard Dance Dance. It was like the first wow. time I ever heard it. You, um, uh, uh, but I, I, I sugar six, sugar were going down. Sugar? is like um, I think the the I mean it definitely had its day, but Sixteen Candles. I don't know if you've heard that song. No, I, it's toward the end of the album. Like That's said, a great song. I haven't heard any. Like I I literally basically just only listened yeah. to uh, Infinity on High, which is like genuinely one of my favorite albums. Yeah. Um, that like Sixteen Candles is. Uh, it's like they're, if this is possible, the most underrated like single that they had. A little just, less sixteen candles, a little, a little more, more touch, touch me. me. Yeah, that's a great. I mean, like that. That there's a ton of great, um, a ton of great songs. Yeah, yeah, I which yeah, I I I'm really psyched about this. I I was looking for this a couple like times that I've gone in the past. Yeah. so I'm like yes, mm-hmm. just so so. Hopefully, it is not like a, a clean album. Um, I'm rooting for you. Yeah, that, that was a that was not a fun I mean, revelation. Worst case, it's like three bucks, and yeah. I, I can just I'm literally ten minutes away from Bulmos, so exactly. I, I can just pack. So. Exactly. Uh, speaking of pop punk, Ooh, notches. You kind of love. So I always check. Never the, heard of. I always check uh, the sale, um, the sale vinyl because yeah. they, sometimes you get. And I, I there's one in particular I'm really excited about. Uh, these guys are actually from the seacoast in New Hampshire. Uh, I found them. I forget if they released this album. I think it was from 2020, but just you know, pretty, pretty nice contemporary pop punk. You know, I feel like pop punk nowadays is a little bit more. It's taking a lot of elements from like indie rock and emo. Like it's a little, it's yeah. kind of, it's more, it's less. Um, it's a little more watered down, almost. Uh, I don't want to say more artsy. But it's a little bit more refined, at least by pop punk standards. So you listen to like Blink One Eighty Two and Newfound Glory, it was very especially Blink One Eighty Two, like yeah. It's not as it's not as goofy. You know what I mean? It's a little I bit miss more you. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's a little bit less <laughs> silly, you know, a little bit so but like I really enjoyed this and it was it was cool to f I don't I don't know where in where in the seacoast. I they just said they're from like, you know, the seacoast area of New Hampshire. Um but yeah, I'm say it was again it was on sale. It's nice. Notch's new kind of love. And I always like, because uh, I've definitely bought less vinyl over the years, just because I don't want to spend that, as much money. Is it? It's like some some of the records, like newer records. Oh yeah. Just like the average price is is going up and up. So yeah. anytime I can get a good deal. I I, I, I wonder. Like I, I think maybe it's just because they they know that people will pay it. That's you know that's ultimately what it breaks down to, man. If people yeah. will buy it, why wouldn't they? You know, like yeah. when uh when I went to see Slipknot, um. 
like a month or so ago at this point the like domestic like your bud light beer was i think it was like 15 bucks just for a beer and then for a craft beer it was like 20 bucks because where else are you gonna get beer like you're at a show you want to have a thing and well like, you literally can't bring food yeah exactly, that's what i'm saying like, like if you which is like do you want a beer great here you go this which is, is kind of like a mercantile like like extortion in a way oh yeah i mean it really is and of yeah. course you know people people want to have a drink so they, people had beer so yeah um I, I think part of the reason that they have the food or drink in some ways, like that rule, is so nobody has like glass or like metal that yeah. they can throw at people. Yeah. Um, but I think part of it too is just let's keep gouging, man. No, they, yeah, they, I mean, I don't remember the last time I went to a concert and you could buy like a glass bottle, like just because that oh, yeah. sounds like a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, have you ever seen the Blues Brothers? Uh, I, when I was a kid, yeah, yeah because wow. the, that's the image that always stays in my mind that they play at this bar that has like a uh, chain link fence mm-hmm. in front of the stage because you know, people just throw bottles you know, yeah. at them. Um, let's see, this is oh, I was really happy to see this. Uh, the Bowman's Call by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Ooh, yeah, this is um, a striking photo. Of him. Yeah, it's a very nice photo of him. Um, yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. Um, yeah, he, this is, like, really, really laid, like, sort of toned down in some ways. It's much more somber and a lot of piano-led music. It's it's very, it's, it's very far from, like, you know, kind of the noisy insanity that is a couple of, like, you know, tracks off, like, Murder Ballads and, you know, Let Lovin' and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this, because I, I've listened to most of Nick Cave's catalog, I think. And um, this is pretty much the only one that I want, <laughs> I, that, that I still haven't gotten. So mm-hmm. um, I'm really happy to to have this. It's it's not, it's definitely not like a put it on whenever you want Nick Cave sort of listen, but it's a great little album. Mm-hmm. So, nice. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that we uh, have listened to a number of his albums for the podcast. I still need to add... I always forget that I need to... Him and Tom Waits, I don't know, I, I need to write them down. Yeah. You know, like, and, and add to my collection. I still I still, I, I, I still want to... I really do want you to listen to Nighthawks at the Diner at some point, because th- that's just such a great little album. Like, I, if you would like Small Change, I I think Nighthawks is even better, frankly. Um, yeah, but that's, that's just my own... Noted. My own bias. So, Noted. No, I yeah. will. Uh, I will do better I, next time. We, we, we. I almost want to do it. Like, if we ever do an album dare again, that might be uh, know, a choice there. You know, you know what my album dare would be. So, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So, but we'll have to do it then. Yeah. yeah. No, it sounds like a date. Yeah. Um, so Slipknot and Tom Waits, man. That'll be Max that'll made be in great. heaven. Um. Gauche, a people's history of Gauche. Why do I feel like I've heard of Gauche before? Uh, this was a really, like, one of my favorite, um, kind of, like, art punk, post-punk, dance punk, like, just a little bit, you know, quirky, fun punk record from 2019. Okay. Um, I really, really like this. I just, I really like the, co- the color. I feel like it matches the aesthetic of the album really well. Mm-hmm. And again, it was 50% off, pretty cheap. Is it kind um, of like a, like a Gorilla Toss type of? Because that's what that album cover kind of reminds me of in some ways. I think I remember being closer to like the most danceable moments of uh, Parquet Courts, uh, okay. which yes. I, don't, I don't know. I, if the thing is, I, I really haven't listened to either yeah. Gorilla Toss or Parquet Courts. Yeah, but it, if, if this if this episode is anything, it's it's an excursion into how clueless I am with some <laughs> music. Um, I'm just curious if it's uh, if it's colored. Um, no, but it's a it's a thick one. It's a thick boy. It's a thick boy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Interpret as you as yeah, you wish. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, is it is that like supposed to be twenty? Is it the twenty gram? Is isn't that like the good now? Um, like one one eighty. Oh, one eighty gram. Yeah. Uh, Let's see if it says. Uh, no, it doesn't say. But yeah. it does. It feels like a, like a thick. Um, I mean, most records are. The only record where I felt like it was too thin actually was uh, I bought a a colored version. It was pink for uh, Bjork Post, and that record literally felt like it was like the thinnest record I've ever held. 
and I was almost afraid to play it. I mean, it sounded it sounded okay. Uh, I ended up buying buying it on CD. I, have you ever had a vinyl record that sounded worse? Like that that that's actually sounded bad. Uh, I will say, I bought it on CD, Bjork's Post, partially because I, I wanted to. Like I like owning artists like on the same format generally. I don't yeah. know why. Just like if I'm going to listen to an artist, like I know where to find it. Uh, yeah, that's why I was a little hesitant about the Archspire because I don't you have Relentless Mutation on? No, I have it on, on CD. Oh, okay, yeah, perfect. So, there we go. Um, All right, ring a ding ding. <laughs> but, but yeah, I will. I will say that mostly with electro, I feel like electronic can sound a little. I don't know, thin, like just weird, like off when you listen to it on vinyl. It's weird because so. you always think that you know vinyl sounds warm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it just for whatever. But we, we, we talked about this with yeah. The, yeah, this whole thing last week. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, oh, Heaven or Las Vegas by the Cocteau nice. Twins. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, so I, I was telling Sky, um, so friend of the show, Devin, uh, and another friend of mine, uh, we have like a Discord server where we, we kind of just like, geek out a little yeah. bit about all sorts of things, and I was talking to the mister, and I'm like, I'm going CD shopping today. You know, I'm like, what What do you want me to buy? And they, you know, like, I, I already knew what they were going to say, uh, and I actually had this down, like Cocteau Twins down, just because I yeah. felt like, because I, I used to own this. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and I sold it, you know? <laughs> um, because I, I don't think, you know, I think it's one of those, like, it's not, like, you know, it's, it's not instantly gratifying i think if, if you know you if it's like the sound is new to you i yeah. guess um yeah i actually just noticed that the little top is the little top oh, hinge yeah. is there which sucks but it's okay um but yeah they, they, they suggested like lonesome crowded west by mount modest mouse and like slanted and enchanted by pavement and shit like that and like i saw slanted and enchanted but they were both like 10 bucks yeah and i'm like I would, I, I would throw a pavement phase. They're pretty good. Well, I'm yeah. like, I, I have a feeling I'm probably not going to like pavement. So I'm I like, I would be surprised if we did. Honestly. Yeah. So, so, so I'm like, I'm like, if, if it was like five bucks, sure, do it. You yeah. know, but yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, really psyched to have this. I, I was kind of hoping that treasure would be there because um, I remember really liking that and sort of glomming onto that a little more than Heaven in Las Vegas. But yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel where you're coming from because I. I mean, I I heard I had no idea what Cocktail Twins sound. I knew they existed. I had never. I don't know. Like I didn't know anything about them. Yeah. And I it was some random guy. This is when I used to watch every single installment of What's in My Bag. Mm-hmm. And he bought a, a Blue Bell Knoll, and they pl- like they played the song Carolyn's Fingers, which is still probably my favorite track from them. It's just it's a has a big anthem. Like it's a it's kind of a very non Cocktail Twins track <laughs> like it just it's it, it's it almost sounds like a radio hit and like that's kind of not um, yeah so when i actually started listening to them deeply it, it, i was also a little let down because i was expecting you know a collection of those kind of tracks but once you get into them they're really really cool yeah they're a really interesting yeah. band i well i i think i first heard of them because elizabeth frazier was on um uh teardrop so yeah i think i kind of th- th- that was i think my initial connection yeah um, and you know, that that song is very different from what yes. uh, Cocteau Twins normally do. So. <laughs> funny. They're gonna say Elizabeth Fraser. Like my brain, brain all, all automatically went to she was on Fraser. <laughs> she just like she just started. Like, yeah, she she was a guest on Fraser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you have I think you have what one more? Yes, I was yeah. stoked to find this. Uh, Dreadnought Emergence. Oh, okay. Like half. I, I didn't know you were a Dreadnought fan. Yeah, I really like Dreadnought. Um, I, they, I remember Eden being like really, really into. Yeah, Dreadnought. I mean, they're a they're a really good band. I, I think. What uh, is is that like an extra album? No, sometimes they package it outside. I don't really know oh, why. Oh, okay. They, so yeah, I, okay, I, I get that. Yeah. So, so you can like see the quality of of the actual record. Yeah, but I'm really glad I bought Ooh, this. Yeah, I bought this on vinyl because. Um, it's it's either Kelly or Lauren who has uh was is it like is it called synesthesia? Yeah. Whether you can like see colors or yeah, whatever it's experience. Um so I mean it's kinda you can kinda see it when you look at their album art, like that's but yeah, 
this is really really cool to own. I mean, like I, I love all their covers. I remember that uh, that article that she did. Yeah, which was yeah. super cool. I mean, the synesthesia is really interesting. Yeah. Um, it's like, I, but I mean, it can also. I mean, I think it can be paralyzing. I think, and like, I, I think it's really easy to look at and be like, "Oh, that's so cool," but I think like. Think about it, like if you're just listening to music, and like if you're driving or something, and you can't, you what if you're not able to see? Like I, yeah. I, I don't know if that's what they go through or not. But yeah, like, exactly. And it's like, interesting. Uh, I think it's cool. Like, because sometimes when people talk about like their their lived experiences that you 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 can't really see um, what it's like. Mm. Uh, I think it's cool. This like that she's able to express herself in this kind of art because yes. like this is a really great representation of of that condition I think and not to belittle it but I think it's it's a it's a positive outlet for yeah. something that to your point could be could be challenging yeah um, that's something I've always uh, wondered about um, is like we watched a beautiful mind oh yeah for psych in in, um, in high school and I just always felt like they like way over dramatized schizophrenia so like yeah it's i feel like that's something that it's it's very difficult well i to like I, if, if you don't have it to like truly know what it's like i i'm far i like as far from an expert as you can get but i i always thought that you know like psychologists still don't really know what schizophrenia is yeah in some ways like it's, it's almost like um like it's like they know it by what it isn't almost. Yeah. But I again, I'm not too knowledgeable on it. But yeah, I, I like a a beautiful mind. Like I, a lot of those movies will like, you know, kind of present more dramatic narrative. Yeah, which um, I mean, I guess makes sense. But also in a way, it was, it's like not helpful. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. really stoke empathy. It's like, like um, I oh, I don't remember the name. I think it could have been named The Father. I won't, something like that. Um. Anthony Hopkins did this film, I think last year, that got nominated for like a bunch of Academy Awards, where he plays uh, uh, a father who who has like dementia, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be like just like incredibly realistic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like that sounds super interesting. Like, yeah. I, I feel like having that realism is like in that when you're exploring that sort of territory is really fascinating. Even though I don't think I would want to watch that movie, frankly, just having. Had uh, family experiences with dementia. It's not yeah. something I want to relive yeah. anytime uh, soon. I but, feel that for yeah. sure. I still have a couple more. Right. So uh, American football. Hey, there you go. yeah. Um, I don't know why. I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get some emo. Like I was I was looking for um, the first uh, Sunny Day Real Estate album actually, mm. but um, yeah. which I've, I've never really listened to in full. I've, I've actually never listened to American football at all. Uh, but they had this, and I'm like, I want to I. Well, let's do this blind purchase. Yeah. Um, or it's, I'm sorry, the band is Americ and football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see how this goes. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've actually never listened to them either, but they are, you know, their reputation speaks for itself. Oh, like yeah. They're very well regarded in the emo space. So, yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. This is oh yeah, th- you you found this, uh, Love Seeker Domain by Coil, uh, which if I remember right is them starting to go into Acid House, which again is such a strange yeah. thing to think like Coil playing Acid House. Yeah. Uh, also, did you look at this album cover a little more? I, it caught my eye, but yeah, but did you look closely at it? No. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. It's uh, uh... The, it's an album cover. Right? <laughs> yeah, actually, this is a very Coil album cover. If yeah. you ask me, <laughs> just I mean, do, do you ever, have you seen the uh, the cover of Scatology? That's just it's just the butt and the cross. Oh, I think I think you sent me a yeah bit. yeah. <laughs> the, the, oh yeah, I, I did because I was just like that booty. <laughs> that, bo- that booty though. <laughs> that booty. Oh though. man. Um, all right, let's see. Um, oh, working with the Miles Davis quintet. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I was always a, unsure of which of these Miles Davis quintet albums I did or didn't have, but I only mm-hmm. have cooking, so now I have working. 
So I, I, I'll have most of the other verbs very soon. I was going to say, is there like relaxing? Yeah, th th there is. It, oh, so, is it actually? Yeah, no, seriously. It's, it's, it's cooking, working, relaxing, and then uh, I think steaming. I don't know if I get, is that like like a steam? I, I, I don't think it's meant to be. I, I think uh, it's just more like. This, this jazz be steaming. I, I, I think <laughs> it's just like a collection of the yeah, yeah, but, but this yeah. is like, I think pretty early Miles Davis. If I remember right, I mean the cover looks yeah looks pretty yeah he, yeah, he he's pretty young and I mean this is uh, I mean we were talking about this last week with uh, Sonny Rollins uh, but th this is the lineup that Sonny Rollins uses on Tenor Madness hmm. um, so you've got you know ironically Coltrane is is on this um, but Red Garland on piano Paul Chambers on bass and Philly Joe Jones on drums who show up you know basically everywhere in jazz yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I I was kind of debating whether to get that or not because I'm like I have a bunch of Miles Davis already, but you know it's always good to have jazz. Yeah, uh, which I think leaves the last two, which I I'm probably more psyched about these than any of the other ones except for Coil. But okay. uh, one of tricks point never. Hey, uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, Magic one of tricks point never and Age of, um, which I this this album cover is really interesting for Age of like the whole package. Yeah, that's uh, I re I remember seeing that. Yeah, I mean the album cover in general is is very interesting. Yeah, it's not my favorite album yeah. cover to be honest. I don't know if I didn't mean interesting in necessarily the most positive way. Yeah, but... uh, yeah. So I, I've been on a huge OPN kick as of late. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I picked up riffs um, yep. the other day, and I, I was I've been having issues like sleeping the last few days for some reason, and uh, so last night I was watching uh, just interviews and documentaries on Bono Tricks Point Never and, and just kind of falling down that rabbit hole because I, well part of it is that I've been working uh, I've been trying to work on that replica movie mm. a little bit I'm still not sure what that's gonna entail of but it's definitely been on my mind a lot so mm. <laughs> like so I've been thinking about a lot of I, I, I've been thinking about Daniel Lopatin a lot mm. uh, can we also say He's a cute boy. He's, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's got the moves. He's got the looks. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is, he is a good looking boy. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really psyched about listening to these. I really haven't, I don't think I listened to Age of at all. Um, and I only listened to like one track off of Magic, one of Tricks Point Ever. Um, because actually one of, one of my friends on Discord, uh, said I needed to watch one of the videos. Um, I'm trying to look. I, I don't know which one it is now. Um, Hmm. Lost but never alone. I think it is. Yeah, which I I, I I highly suggest watching that music video. It's super weird. It's like, it's almost like channel flipping. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is like most of it is like this, like sitcom, like this fake sitcom. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it's it's bizarre. Um, it's super cool. Anyway, nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, that's what we have. But uh. I guess you want to talk about albums of the week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have a list of albums that I just kind of periodically will type in, see if it pops up. You know, I'll just always scan for. Yeah. This is one I've, I've had in my mind for a while. Um, I think pretty much ever since I got really into Run the Jewels. I I I thought that this might be. It. Yeah, and yeah. I just I I wanted this album for a while, and I happened to look it up on Bow Moose, and there it was. Uh, it's Fantastic Damage by LP. Oh, I I thought you were gonna say Company Flow. No, um, that one I, I don't know. Follow. I mean, you could. Yeah. It's one of those albums you can buy, but you have to. You yeah. have to really. Be Fantastic Damage is, is his debut, right? It's his debut. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, obviously, he'd done a you know with Definitive Jux for yeah. you know Cannibalox, Company Flow. He'd done a lot of production and stuff. But this is his debut. Um, it kind of it suffers from the same issue that a lot of hip hop from that period does. It's just way too long. Yeah. Uh, but like the beats, really, it was really interesting to hear, because um, I think he's definitely settled into a very like almost like futuristic, like like you know kind of weird production style now. Mm. Um, but it it was a little bit more adventurous than what you heard on you know like the Cold Vein. But it's still very much, it was in the vein of what you hear from, the, the, like, the late... The cold vein of what you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's very much, like, in the spirit of, like, late 90s, early 2000s hip-hop. Like, it, it would fit in. I don't know, I like the fact the beats sounded like, 
the weirdest song on a more conventional okay. rap record, yeah. which was kind of cool. Like, it'd be like, oh, that's different. But it was that for an entire... So, like, it definitely felt like a hip-hop album. It wasn't too out there. But, yeah, nice. I mean, like, just it really, you know, esoteric, abstract bars. But, you know, just I was glad to find it. I mean, just, just from, like, collector's perspective, I that's a record I've had my on for a while. Like, I think it's a cool... Um, a cool moment in, in that kind of mo- you know the abstract hip hop movement. So. Yeah, that's how I've always felt. Like I've always looked around for um, uh, "I'll Sleep When You're Dead" mm. um, and, and "Cancer for the Cure." Yeah, um, which is an interesting title. Um, have you ever listened to? I think it's I think it's called High Rise, or it's like High Water, something like that. No, it's, it's this album that he did where he it's like him doing a jazz album. Oh, almost. that's cool. Yeah, and I think Matthew Ship is is on that playing oh. piano, if I remember right. Like, I that that was my first exposure to LP uh, because the album cover is really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I I don't remember liking it a ton, but it's it was just like an interesting idea. Like, so yeah, LP is like was like one of one of the first like alternative like hip hop artists that I got into back when I was getting into that. Oh, that was an interesting cover. This one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a cool. really interesting like cover. Um, it was funny. I, I actually had um, I had uh, Nonchal Pass in my in my basket, oh, and I, I was thinking about buying it. I'm like, at the end, I'm like, no, no, not today. Like, I, I at some point, yes. Yeah, but, but I love Nonchal Pass today. so much. Yeah, I, I I had um, I had Aesop Rock on a little bit while I was doing dishes the other day, and uh, Nine to Fivers Anthem came on, and I'm like, fuck, like. I forgot like how good Labor Days is. Yeah. Like when you can kind of, it, it's just it's just a big album to stomach. It is. Um, that's the only thing. It it's, is. It's just it's just a lot, and you know, early Aesop, he just has like that same like tone to his voice. Yeah. Where he's just it, he almost sounds angry. Yeah. Um, which is is cool in small doses, but just yeah. an hour album. You know, that's always been his thing though. Is like he always has these giant projects, and it's yeah. only lately has. He toned it down a little bit. Yeah, like on uh, like I think Garbology is pretty I, pretty manageable. I, I I haven't listened to it, and I'm hoping that we'll review it. Yeah. So I'd love to. It's been like in terms of, of track list, it, it's oh, pretty. Okay. It's pretty yeah. manageable. I mean, yeah. um, was it Malibu Ken was like you know a little over half an hour. If yeah, I remember that, right. That, that was that was a surprise. Yeah, that, that, that was, was an interesting album. Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but like when I saw it, I, it was way shorter than I thought. Yeah. You know. And I mean, even Impossible Kid, I thought was a little shorter than, you know, Labor Days and stuff like but that. But the, the newest, the newest one was really cool. The new, newest one was really, he was back to, <laughs> yeah. back to doing some long stuff. Um, so yeah, I actually already talked about my album of the week. Uh, it's, it's one of the albums off of Riffs. Uh, it's um, his first album, The Betrayed in the Octagon. Uh, which was, you know, he has this way, like, I, I've been thinking about this this week, even beyond, like, one of Point Ever's music. Um, it's like, it, we're used to this idea of the uncanny when it comes to images. You know, we'll see we'll see an uncanny image, that, like, you know, we'll see, like, a robot that is trying to be human. And, you know, there's that psychological, um, you know, uh, reaction of just not, it like, you know, it's just like our brains are just it not right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, that's visual. Like, what about, like, what's the sonic equivalent of that, yeah. you know? And, and I'm like, it's it's Daniel Lopatin, honestly. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know how he does it, but every single thing I've listened to of his, that he manages to, like, just imbue his music with, like, this uncanny feeling that's, like, things don't feel quite right. Yeah. You know, like th- there's something, there's something going on yeah. almost. Um, and like that, that album is just full of that is, is, you know, just cause it's a lot of like progressive electronic kind of stuff. You know, he uses like a Juno 60 on it for a lot of it. Um, yeah. And it, but, but it just has like these moments where it's just like, Ooh, like that doesn't like, this is great music, but there's also like this kind of creepy darkness that's kind of just like overshadowing it yeah. in a way. It's it's really interesting. Also, the first track of Betrayed in the Octagon is like this. I I, I was I thought that my CD might have been broken um, because it, it, it wasn't skipping, but like 
it was like this strange drone track that felt like there was like this almost like there was like a high pass filter on it mm. so like you couldn't hear all of like the actual like spectrum of it it was it was just bizarre uh i was like is, is this what the whole album's gonna be like almost <laughs> but yeah it was it was yeah it was an interesting listen i'm i'm just really really digging some opn right now so nice yeah um okay well we'll be back uh next week with uh our last album reviews for the year and um until then have a good week bye bye Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you're interested, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh, iTunes, Pod, Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, we're on all of it. Uh, if you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. And uh, definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about or questions, anything like that. Uh, be sure to email us. Yeah, uh, we're at, at Seishira Podcast on Twitter, and our email, I think, is Seishira Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. Bye.